So if you have those multiple income streams, they can really safeguard you from any economic shock. And if one income stream dries up, you have plenty of others that are still filling up your wealth reservoir. Welcome. I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today, where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor building a business to support you and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. Well, hello and welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Camilla, and this is episode 90, The Secrets to Building Multiple Streams of Income. So I want to start with a story. A couple of years ago, I took my twin daughters on a humanitarian trip to South America, where we got the opportunity to help build a school for children in poverty. It was a super amazing experience. I really loved taking my daughters on this experience and opening up all of our eyes really to the rest of the world and how they live. On the weekends, we were able to do a little bit of traveling. And one of the things we did was we got to float the Amazon River, which the Amazon River is the largest river in the entire world. So how does the Amazon River get to be that large? Well, it's because it has thousands of feeder rivers. That's really how it got so big. So when we were on the Amazon River, it was so cool because we got to see pink river dolphins. I didn't know. Well, I knew they existed, but I'd only seen it in Go Diego Go (laughs) when the kids were little. Remember that? Dora's cousin, Diego, and he showed her pink river dolphins. But it was so cool. We saw them in real life. And then we also got to fish for piranha on the Amazon River. And then our guides cooked the piranha for us, but I didn't eat it because I'm not a fish person. I just, I don't love eating fish. But, you know, a couple of other kids sure did. And one of the girls even ate the fish's eyeball. And I was quite grossed out. (laughs) But she said it was delicious. So, okay. But let's get back to multiple streams of income. So what does this have to do with streams of income? So remember, in order to build your wealth reservoir, you must also have multiple streams of income. You cannot subsist on just one stream of income. So you really need to set yourself up like the Amazon River, not to mention Amazon.com. Remember Amazon.com started out as only selling books. And now how many streams of income do they have? They're selling everything, basically. They're taking over the world. And you really have to do this to contribute to your river of wealth. So we're going to talk about seven different streams of income that millionaires use because the average millionaire has at least seven streams of income. Now, it's not that they have every single one of these strategies that I'm going to talk about. They might have three in one and four in another, but they do have multiple income streams. So let's talk about the different types of income streams. So income stream number one is 
earned income. Now, that's your salary, any tips that come from your job, and all of that is taxable income. And it's subject to higher tax rates than other forms of income. That's the one that's taxed the most. And so with your earned income, you should use that as funds for investing. So this is a really crucial skill and habit. You need to invest your earned income to produce passive or portfolio income. So what you do is you earn, save, invest, spend. This is the formula, right? This is the formula to becoming wealthy. Earn, save, invest, then spend. Most of us earn, then spend, and then save if we have some leftover. And then we say, we'll get around to investing later, right? It's important to flip that script and only spend after you have invested. So what are the pros to this type of income? Well, it's stable and predictable, and it helps you develop skills. I mean, think about your job that you're in. You're learning a new skill. You're becoming highly skilled at that. What are the cons? Well, is you're really limited by your hours work. It's trading time for money, and you're also quite vulnerable to losing your job. Layoffs happen. They happen all the time. And although you may feel secure today, tomorrow you could get laid off, right? That's the nature of the work laws here in the United States is that you could get laid off at any moment. And so you need to be prepared and have more than just one earned income. And nothing spoke to me more than when I was working in HR in tech companies and we had to do layoffs. And it was my job to pull people into my office and tell them that their job was no longer existed. And I had grown men cry in my office. It was heart-wrenching because they only had one stream of income. Now, when people tell me that investing is risky, I tell them having one stream of income and just a job is risky. So you've got to get diversified. Okay, so that's earned income. That's pretty self-explanatory. The second one is called profit income. And profit income, it involves making money by buying and selling goods or even services at a higher price than the cost it is to produce. So an example of this is like an e-commerce business. Trading stocks, day traders, right? So they try to buy a stock low and then sell it high and then they make the difference. Flipping real estate is another one that's a profit income. Drop shipping is another great business where you can get some profit income there. Now, the pros there are unlimited earning potential, right? You could literally earn as much as you want. And flexibility. So you have the flexibility to work however you want to work and wherever you want to work. The cons for this one is the risks of being an entrepreneur, right? Sometimes the initial investment is pretty high and there could be a lot of management that comes with profit income. All right, income number three is rental income. So owning and leasing assets like real estate, single family homes, apartments, self-storage units, all of those kinds of real estate or even vehicles, right? Because the big advantage here is that you collect regular income while the asset also appreciates in value. And so you can lease out all of these assets and 
you're creating even more wealth. So you're creating cash flow and you're getting that appreciation. So what are the pros here? I mean, obviously passive income, right? Because you, if you'd set it up right, you don't have to do as much to own your own rentals or you join large group investments where you don't have to manage it, which is my favorite way to invest. Another pro is the potential for appreciation, of course. Now, what are the cons? Well, the initial investment is typically high. This is not one where you can, you can invest $1,000 at a time. You're going to have to, to buy a rental property. You're going to need a good fifty dollars to $100,000 to do that. Same with investing in a group investment into apartments. You're going to need a good fifty dollars to $100,000 to do that as well. Another con is property management. So if you have to manage the property yourself, or even you have a property manager and then things don't go well, you have to step in. And of course, tenant challenges, which are not so fun and sometimes are really difficult to handle, like getting the calls in the morning about the toilets overflowing. Those are always very fun. Okay. Strategy number four is dividend income. Now, this is where you invest in stocks or mutual funds that pay you regular dividends. So it's kind of like cash flow, right? So the pros for on this is passive income. You don't have to do much. You just invest and then they send you the dividend. And another pro is the potential for long-term wealth growth. Now, some of the cons here are that you're reliant on the company's performance and you can't control their performance at all, Right. Another big con is market volatility. So the markets go up and down and all around. And it's like a big roller coaster ride. And so you never know if you're going to get very good dividends or not. And so just keep that in mind. All right. Income stream number five is interest income. So this is where you become the bank and you lend your money to individuals, businesses, or financial institutions who will repay you with interest. Some examples of this are as simple as a savings account, right? Essentially, you are lending your money to the bank and they're going to give you some interest, like 0.01% interest, but hey, they're giving you interest, right? CDs is a step up from that. There's also high yield savings accounts, which I think are a better idea than just regular ones. And then there's government and corporate bonds and also private lending on real estate. So you could be the one who lends your money to a fix and flipper, for example, and they use your money to go and fix it up and and then they give you an interest rate and pay you back. Now, some of the pros here are steady and predictable income, right? And principal preservation. So your money is fairly safe, right? No money is ever absolutely safe, but it is fairly safe. The cons here are kind of lower potential for high returns and inflation and interest rates can really eat up your money. And so you would only put maybe about 10 to 20% of your portfolio into these types of boring investments. Stream number six is royalty income. So this income is earned by granting the rights to use your IP, which stands for intellectual property. That makes you sound very smart. Like patents, right? Copyrights, trademarks, or anything creative that you yourself have developed. So some examples of these are writing a book, and then you receive royalties for 10 plus years. You could go be in a movie, 
and you get royalties from being in the movie? I mean, we always think of, of course, the Hollywood stars, but what about all the extras or the smaller roles? Like I have a friend whose son was in a movie as an extra and he gets a small royalty from that. And they that money just kind of comes in all the time. Then they go and they just put it into an investment account for him. So there you go. You can do that. Or inventing, if you're super smart, you can invent a new technology. Now, some of the pros here for royalty income is that it has a really great potential for passive income and scalability, right? You just write a whole bunch of books and then you can feed you for the rest of your life. As long as those books are good and people like to read them and recommend them and, you know, you don't have to market them. So, you know, there's things like that. Cons for royalty income is is it could be a potentially high initial investment and you have to really watch for the market demand. So the demand for what you have created may be good today, but in five years, it may be obsolete. So take that into account. And income stream number seven is capital gains. So this type of income occurs when you sell an asset like stock or real estate or art at a higher price than its purchase price. So the difference between buying and the selling price represents the capital gain. So the pros for this one is you have a potential for substantial profits. Like this is where you make big money and investment growth. But the cons here is timing. If you don't time it just right, you could miss out on getting the really big profits. Another con is market volatility. So again, the markets are going to go up and down and all around. And so real estate is sometimes up, real estate sometimes down. Over time, it's always up. But you have to kind of watch the market and see what's going on. And you know, you can try to time the market, but it's not that easy to do it, right? So just remember that sell it when you have a good price. Another con here is capital gains tax. So capital gains, this type of income is subject to tax. Although remember, we talked about income stream number one was earned income. That and earned income is taxed at a much higher rate than capital gains. So you want to make sure that you have a good mix. So when you incorporate all of these varied income sources like earned income, profit income, rental income, dividend income, interest income, royalty income, and capital gains, you really create this robust and resilient financial foundation. But remember, building multiple streams of income requires time, effort, and a strategic approach because you never know when the next shock or surprise is coming in your own life, whether that be personally on a personal scale or whether that be globally on a global scale, such as a big war or a pandemic, right? Hello, COVID-19. Nobody knew that was coming and it shocked us all, right? So if you have those multiple income streams, they can really safeguard you from any economic shock. And if one income stream dries up, you have plenty of others that are still filling up your wealth reservoir. So those are the income streams. Now I want to invite you that in our Wealth Academy, Primetime Wealth Academy, we work together to grow our income streams. And so if you are interested in joining us in it, 
It's for Gen X women who are interested in growing their income streams and building wealth and making sure they have a strong financial foundation for the last half of their life. Please join us. I'll put a link to that in the notes. Thanks so much for joining us. Please share this with the woman that you know and love. After all, we need to share the education to share the wealth. Thanks for joining. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success. 